When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to this love-themed Match Diaries Valentine's episode with your hosts, Cara and Ooh. Leo. Ooh, why does it sound spooky? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day! Ooh. We're uh, getting our months mixed up, Leo. It's not. Which season? It is a, it is a spooky holiday because <laughs> some people go crazy out there. Ooh. With weird posts. Yeah, people go people go Instagram. There's like a hoax on Instagram. People go crazy. Yeah. I saw this thing online where it's like, I <laughs> enjoy watching people in relationships, like, observing their behavior when they're posting on Valentine's Day and how different I it know. is from, like, couple to couple or even, like, people within the couples. Like, I haven't you know? been on Instagram yet, so I'm like, I'm now thinking, maybe should I just not go on Instagram today? Because I really... Or it's kind of cute. Sometimes. I just kind of, no, I feel ambivalent. I am more inclined to share like a Galentine's like photo mm. rather than same, same. <laughs> a couple photo. It's just kind of cringe, isn't it? Like I would, I would honestly, no shade to anyone who does this, but I would feel a bit embarrassed of myself if I posted like a picture <laughs> of me and Marco kissing today being like, happy Valentine's, my love or something. I thought you were going to say I would honestly... No offense, unfollow anybody. <laughs> no. Anything about Not that extreme. I, I would probably see it and be like, oh, that's kind of, that's cute, you know? But then, like, good for them. I, but I think I know that people, like, my friends would not take me seriously if I. I definitely think this. it's like when you're a certain age. Like, I definitely did that mm. between, like, 18 till I think 20. I think I saw oh, yeah. 20. But I mean, I was, you posted I was, some some really oh interesting kissing I videos was, and stuff. You followed Cara back like, in the day. Happy three months, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then I did. You know what's funny? I think I did it for like three months. I did it for like nine months. I didn't even fucking post for one year. I'm like, babe, that's the one. <laughs> if any, that's the one to post about. Um, uh, I think it's because I, I was I very, was, I posted very in about love one year. Back then our one year anniversary like as in to with be my fair, ex to be fair for me though ed was my first ever boyfriend so it was like the first time i could ever ever like show yeah. off my boyfriend just online yeah. i was also and I was it was a different proud. time this was like 2016 was like, 17 yeah it was 17 <laughs> it's, it's fine crazy. we excuse our actions but i don't do it anymore that's old me also you know what i feel like that it's like a bigger holiday in the u.s than like over here so i feel like Mm. maybe the u.s behavior is like different because it's like such a bigger holiday like i was listening to my favorite podcast at the moment match made in manhattan and they're like a dating (laughs) podcast right yeah and this one of the girls has a boyfriend now i'm so happy for her because i love her 
even though she doesn't know I exist. Um, and she, they were all saying like, oh yeah, Valentine's Day is like the day where, you know, the guy has to get something for the girls kind of thing. And to be fair, I think maybe in the UK as well a little bit. Like I remember kind of expecting something from my ex, but now, I don't know. Feels it's very fun. centered around like the boy asking. It's very traditional. The mm. boy asking the girl, "Do you want to be my Valentine?" Which is, I I kind of want to get Marco some flowers today, just to like no. reverse uh, it around. Hun, they're gonna be so. Ed literally was gonna get me flowers, and then there were thirty pounds. For no a, a way. Kid. And he was like, "Fuck that! I'm not gonna get you flowers." Oh my god! Wait, that's so expensive. I think we've spoken okay, about this in like our other Valentine's themed episode, but it is it's another one of those like c- consumerist, you know, yeah. capitalist holidays where they just which is like fine. Yeah. Also, I was in Sainsbury's yesterday and I was last minute buying Ed a card and I was standing there amongst like the six, seven blokes that also <laughs> forgot to get their bath. And I was like, Wow, I'm a really bad girlfriend. There wasn't one single girl there who did not buy I was the last minute girlfriend that bought the Valentine's Day card. And I'm very ashamed. I, did, I haven't bought a card. Oh, okay. That makes me feel better. <laughs> I feel like, but I know that like Marco, ha- like Marco hates Valentine's Day. He like barely likes Oh no, Christmas. right. That's fair. Yeah. So. If I didn't I get an, Ed a card, he would be anything. upset. No, Ed yeah. is expecting a card. But I got him a really, he's not going to listen to this before. I got him a really cute card that says, you, li- you lift me up. And then it was like oh. a little bear. And it had a bunch of like three D like heart balloons. <laughs> Stop! It's very cute. I think he that said he adorable. got me a joke. He said I got, he got me a joke card, and I was like, "Well, okay, I got you a really cute one." So that's cute. Marco made me like a big pasta salad to eat today, oh. um, but he made it yes last night. <laughs> and this morning he was like, "This is my Valentine's Day gift for you." <laughs> there you like, go, you know lunch. What? Thank you. And you're like, you make me lunch every day. <laughs> But that's the beauty of yeah. it, right? To be it's fair. It's not just the I one am. day that he treats you special. He treats you special every day. Hey. And to be fair, I mean, that's how it should be. But also, again, I feel like Valentine's Day, it, it is a cute day. It's a cute holiday. It's just also mm-hmm. not that big of a deal, actually. No, no, same. So if you're feeling Which is like... why we've dedicated a whole episode. <laughs> exactly. It's not that big of a deal, but... <laughs> <laughs> And originally, we were like, oh, we're going to make a whole week out of this. We're going to upload every single day. I'm not going to lie, Leo. I honestly forgot it. When I saw your message, Me I was like, fuck. No, I also completely forgot. We realized, like, two Last days night. ago that that was our plan. And oh, shit, yeah. It was a few days Or ago. maybe yesterday. It was yesterday. Is... It was yesterday. Oh, God. Time is but a But we're going to still try and do something special this week. So yeah. either it's an extra one episode or an extra two. We'll see how we get on. We are going to do a special episode to show you guys our love for you. This is our love letter. <laughs> That's our Valentine's gift for you. To guys. every single one of you that listens to our podcast. Yes. We are very grateful for you. And you guys lift us up. <laughs> yes. Don't steal my card for <laughs> <laughs> I will. Okay, one last, one last question for you before we continue or like we get into the highs and lows. How do you feel? Because like I have at some points obviously been in a restaurant on valentine's day with like a date and i every time feel like a little bit awkward i'm always like oh god i'm like a cliche person <laughs> like because you're there with like so many other couples yeah and yeah. you kind of feel very feel like yeah but and then weirdly the time that i felt like the least cringe about it is when i just like went with two friends and it was like a friend's date 
yeah. and it kind of then it felt like oh we're like cool we're like against the no grain. I know like, what you mean it's catching also, up with friends I think as well when you go to like a, a restaurant for valentine's there's usually like a set valentine's menu mm-hmm. so then I find yeah. that cringe we're all sitting in the exact same way and then the same <laughs> fucking food comes out and I'm like how is it special we're all doing the same thing and it's like this like forced romance thing which is like the opposite of I know they like have like rose petals on the table atmosphere. I'm like Ooh, cool actually I love it but <laughs> <laughs> I know though it does feel this. forced right like they completely yeah. they try set the scene set the mood and it's a bit yeah it is a bit you're gonna much. have to but my favorite part to like, post a cute picture tonight they will definitely <laughs> be rose petals tonight I'm sure <laughs> uh, but I'm the one thing I don't get... understand yeah is if when people propose on Valentine's Day Ed made a that. joke yesterday. Oh my god. Because <laughs> I was like, can we share our cards at the dinner? So we actually have something to do at the dinner. And he was like, why? And I was like, what do you mean why? And he was like, I might propose at the dinner. And I was like, shut the fuck up. I was like, if you <laughs> propose at the dinner, I'm literally gonna... I said, um, I did the Stranger Things thing. I said, <laughs> I dump your ass. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> because no... That that would be iconic. Oh my god, I, I can't mean, wait for the episode where you announce your engagement. <laughs> what you were going to say when you dump it? <laughs> no! <laughs> that was you who said that, not me. <laughs> no, I'm I know that, would be, that would be so exciting to announce. Yeah. And then what my highs and lows are going to be like the stresses of wedding planning. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's going to be so cute. Okay, Me three years from now saying, just can't wait for Ed to ask me. <laughs> it's going to happen, guys. It's going to happen. Sorry. It will. One day. Um, but yeah, One shall day. we quickly do our highs and lows so we can get to yes. the episode? Let's do it. You start. Show me to start. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to keep mine really quick because I like CBA talking about myself today. My low, which is easier to think than a high right now, is... Actually, no. Yes, let me see my low first. Okay, I had a really intense period. I have had slash I'm having a really intense period, which means I'm just, the pain is so bad that I'm vomiting, which isn't fun. So I'm drugging up as much as I can and having hot water bottles and being nice and kind to myself um, and eating a lot of chocolate, which is nice for me. So that is the low. It's obviously shitty and it's like happens every month and it's this month happens to be worse than most months, but we move on. Um, my high is actually something I can't share yet <laughs> because uh, oh I don't. Oh my god, she's because mysterious. I don't, because I don't want to. But Ed and I got <laughs> some. It's even worse. She just doesn't want to share, guys. How I'm do you feel scared about that? to share it because I don't want to jinx it. But Ed and I got some mm-hmm. like positive news, and we are just very happy about it. <laughs> Are you pregnant? No. Let's not I'm say joking. The I know what not the news pregnant. are. We're not. I'm not engaged. None of that stuff. It's just some good news. Um, and so I'm excited. It gives me some excitement for the future, which is good. I'm so excited um, for you. I was very awkward when I got the news. I, I love how mysterious I'm being, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> I was so happy and awkward when I got the news that I like... Oh my god, speaking of the devil, I just got an email related to it. Oh. Um, but I looked at Ed and I like didn't know what to say. So I was like, do you want a hug? <laughs> oh. And he was like, yeah, 
I want a hug. And then we just like Aww. hugged each other. It was very awkward. And now he randomly like walks in the room and he's like, do you want a hug? <laughs> like, shut up. I was awkward. I didn't know what to say. Okay. So can funny. I say something about Ed? <laughs> yeah. Because this has been on my mind because <laughs> I've been, I've been speaking to this like about this with people. Oh my God. So, I'm so scared. Me and Marco are watching The Office, right? Oh my god, does he remind you of the main guy in The Office? Not of the main guy, but Marco brought it up. He was like, there's this one character, and he was like, this is Ed. Like, this is ex- this is exactly <laughs> Ed. It's like the vibe, not even what he looks like, although he is very tall as well. But Stop. Like- I know I know who you're going to say, and I've, I said to Ed that he reminds you of this, and Ed literally said, don't you dare, he'll cry. He said his in- he'll get so insecure, and he'll cry. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> It's the really awkward tall the- guy that comes into the office <laughs> and he dates the redhead, right? For a bit. Yeah. No, I know. G- Gabe Lewis. <laughs> and he has the same last name. <laughs> we don't want to make Ed cry. He can't listen to this episode. I'm not going to tell him you said this. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> because I said, I've said this before. I'm like, Ed, it's you. And he's like, Cara, please don't. <laughs> no. Oh, what what about him reminds you of Ed though? It's just it's just the vibes and and Ali was there as well. <laughs> but but he's just, a creep. And she also agreed. He's not a creep. He is a bit he's of just a weirdo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's less like what he says and more just like just the vibes. I don't know. I can't quite put my finger. That's such it. an insult. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And it's fun. like, okay, it's like Gabe is like a caricature of Ed. Like, because obviously everyone in the office is like, okay, I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> I'm going to be on Ed's blacklist. I know what you knows. mean, though. It did give me the vibe. Okay, I'm glad you know. It, I just said it once. And then ever since Ed, like, immediately shut it down, I've, like, blocked it from my mind. <laughs> Bless him. <laughs> I'm going to go up to him and be like, do you want a hug? <laughs> I, was like, I love The Office, actually. I'm, I'm enjoying it much more it. than I thought I would. You it's get obsessed with funny. the characters, don't you? Right, yeah. right. Do you want to say your highs and lows? Yes. <laughs> okay, then. Um, My low is kind of, like, it's similar to yours, but, like, not as bad. I've just been having, like... My stomach's just been feeling, like, so off the past couple of days. And because it's not my period yet, I'm almost like, what is wrong with me? Like, why? And today I actually have, like, stomach pain. But I'm just hoping it's, I'm, like, synced to Cara and I <laughs> just, I'm, I think I'm, like, in the, I'm hoping it's, like, PMS versus, like, something else, you know? Yeah. Um. So, TBD. But all, all is well. Um. And then my high. Okay, twofold. First of all, I feel like I've been, like, pushing myself out of my comfort zone in terms of like meeting people again I feel like I had a bit of a break with it <laughs> why is Cara laughing at me um because I'm thinking I... of gay from the office <laughs> no. sorry go on bless him um and that's been really cute actually I've had like some very wholesome plans of like coffee dates I had a really nice Saturday meeting up with someone who like we've been chatting on Instagram for so long but we haven't like managed to meet and yeah. she's like um she also like loves books so she's a booktuber actually which is like how I came across her account in the first place and so we had the cutest day we like went to the museum we did like book shopping and we like picked out books for each other which I've never done before oh that is so cute 
Yeah, so it was actually, it was like, oh my god, and I loved, like, being in a bookstore with someone who, like, also just loves books so much, so we were just, like, there for, we went to, like, three different bookstores, and it's, like, every single book, we're like, oh my god, I've read this one, and then sometimes, like, we both would have read it, and then we could have, like, discussed about Talk it, or about sometimes it. only one of us would have read it, and then we, like, would tell the other person that about it. That honestly sounds like the perfect, like, day date with a friend. It was so nice, and, um, yeah, so thoroughly enjoyed that. Cute. And then hand in hand, I'm just, I feel like I'm on like a reading roll. Like I'm really enjoying yeah. all the books what I'm Yeah, what number reading. are you on now? Should I check? Um, I am on, yeah, honestly, I'm getting through it. Okay, I'm on my 12th book of the year. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is uh, uh, speechless. Yeah, I'm like getting through them. I, I'm, I'm hungry for them. That is insane. I'm on my sixth book of the year. I mean, that's a lot as well. That's a lot for me. Because wasn't your goal, like, last year to read a book a month? So then you would have already fulfilled last year's, like, half-year goal. Yeah. Yeah. But damn, 12 books. Do you have a favourite so far out of all of them? Ooh, good question. Okay, wait. Let me go back to, like, what, Ooh, I love I, this what I've been reading. <laughs> Um, okay, obviously I have to mention A House of Flame of Shadow, because it's the third, like, Crescent City book. Mm-hmm. Sarah J. Maas. I just, like, hadn't read her in so long, so it was, like, so nice to be reading a book of hers again. Yeah. And also I've been continuing, I continued, like, the Elena Ferranta series, which actually we're gonna, like, talk about in a future episode, and her books are just incredible. Also, I read a thriller called The Maidens recently. By mm. Alex Michaelidis. He's the same guy who uh, who wrote The Silent Patient. And that was really good. Like, if you're looking for a thriller, he just writes plot twists so well. Like, I feel like normally with thrillers, I can kind of see it coming. Yeah. And I, like, you kind of know. And sometimes people don't see it coming, but, like, the majority of people will kind of be able to tell. Or, like, when it and happens, one, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I saw that or something. You're not, yeah. like, not shocked. And this one, honestly, both books that I've read of his... Which are like, and now there's a third one out, but he's not written like that many. Um, like the plot twist is just like, what the fuck? Like, oh my God. and you're like speechless after and you're like trying to digest all the information that like just came. And this one, The Maidens, is actually like a dark academia setting as well. It's like set at Cambridge and it's like um, some Greek mythology elements to it as well. Like Greek tragedy is in it as well. I mean, he's Greek, so it makes sense. Like the, um, the inclusion of it and... Yeah, just it was really good, Love really that. good. Yeah, I've never read a proper thriller. I feel like the only thriller-ish book I ever read was when I started getting into reading, and it was Verity. I haven't read like a proper proper. Verity you should read like, like The Silent Patient first. Yeah, it's then... it's on my TBR for this year. Yeah, I feel like you just you have to finish it so quickly because you're like, you need to know what happens. Yeah, it's almost too also, creepy to read over a long time. Like you're like, oh my god. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, I was just going to say, since we're talking about books, uh, for those of you that don't know, we do have a book club. Um, you can join it on our Patreon. The link is in the description of this episode. We actually just picked February's read. We are a bit behind. The last book took us a bit longer to read. April. Yeah. Um, this book, this month's read is called The Atlas Six by, how do you pronounce your name? Olivia Blake? No It's idea. not Olivia. It's Olivia. Olivia Blake but yeah we're very excited to read this book it's like dark academia fantasy um 
which we love reading a dark academia book um, around February time. So for some reason, the book club. But yeah, if you wanted to join it, um, you can join it on Patreon. It's a very safe space where we just, a bunch of people join on a call once a month and we just chat through a book. And it's very wholesome, very cute. Um, it's and we so love cute. To have there. They're actually like highlights of the month for sure. I know, it always makes our day better, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay, shall we jump into the episode? Do you want yes. to tell I the am lovely so listeners what we're going to do today? So we posted on our Instagram um, a story and we basically just asked you guys to share with us some of your juicy love stories. We kind of kept it <laughs> broad, so we've got a bunch of messages. Um, they're all very different. We haven't read through any of them, but I like saw snippets of like what it's about. Um so we're very excited. And then we also asked if you have any questions, any advice questions that you wanted us to answer. But we're going to get go straight into the story. The story. Let's get into it. Okay, Kara, pick your first one. I'm going to choose one that I actually know is from my friend. Um, but I actually didn't read the story, so we can just see what she said. I don't know if it's like a happy juicy or a sad juicy story, but we'll find out. It's so happy juicy. Um, so let's see what she said. She said, Okay, so I was seeing this boy and genuinely thought he was the best thing since sliced bread. Like, everything was good. It was progressing well and we agreed to become exclusive. He used to always send me outfit of the day pics in the morning or if he was oh going God, out somewhere. He'd started acting a little distant, but I didn't think much of it because he was a nurse and pretty busy with work. So then my friend was on Tinder and he came up on her feed with recent no. pictures. And they were all the pictures he had sent to her. So they're all the pictures he had sent to me. So I had literally built his Tinder profile. Obviously things ended because he was cheating on me with half of the Northwest. But I was heartbroken. Like I had a heartbreak weight loss and drank too much gin. Anyway, I wanted revenge. So I signed his address up on a Mormon website. (laughs) So that he would get Mormon visits. So as far as I know, he had more Mormons turning up at his door for weeks after he wronged me. (laughs) That's honestly iconic. <laughs> I actually love her. Girl, That's kind of a good revenge because it doesn't actually hurt anyone. No. It's just like funny. This is giving fe- like subtle female rage. <laughs> exactly. I, I So this is an anonymous friend of mine who once felt wronged by a guy or was wronged by a guy. And she left like I think like a pile of dog poo or something on his doorstep. Girls are just honestly hilarious. Uh, imagine okay, if a man did that. I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Even I know. the Mormon thing, if someone did that to me, I'd be like, bro. But she but he would be like, Why are they why are they just coming yeah. to my house? They'd be like, No way of him. Unless he's unless she like made a joke about Mormons once, he'd like then link it. But that's so random. <laughs> yeah. That's so clever. I'm trying to remember. I heard of this other, like, really clever revenge story, but I've forgotten it, which... Ha- so it's absolutely useless. Um, never mind. Okay, <laughs> should, I, should I pick the next story? Yeah. Oh my god, this one is long. <laughs> which one did you open? Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. I can't tell you the name. It's no, no, that's mine. Okay. I had a boyfriend in my sixth form, and we broke up a month into me being into uni. In brackets, he took a gap year. 
We would message like every couple of months at first and then, but then lost all contact even when I'd come home for holidays. In my second year of uni, I found out he was now in uni himself, different cities. In the first term, he messaged me and we had some small talk catching up. Couple weeks go by and he messages me again, but I would kind of leave it on read and barely reply. At this point, he re-requested me on Instagram. And so we were following <laughs> each other for a bit. Randomly, he got rid of me and I didn't think twice about it. Months go by and I get a phone call from him during New Year's Eve. During this time, I'm stoned and drunk and thinking, what the fuck is going on? We hadn't spoken on the phone for over a year. He says, happy new year, blah, blah. Then he says, so I have a girlfriend, kind of. Emphasis on the kind of. And she's been saying that you've been following and unfollowing my Spotify account, which has been really getting to her because she thinks there's something going on between us. Can you please stop? I was gobsmacked. Firstly, how does she know about me or my Spotify? Secondly, why would I ever even do that? Like, what does that even accomplish? It was actually laughable. I told him, I have no idea what you're talking about, but if you need to block, if you need me to block you on all socials, including Spotify, LOL, then just Legend. do it yourself. Clearly Legend. you both need to sort it out between the two of you, whatever it is going on and not drag me into it. He then proceeded to say, yeah, I don't believe her. I didn't think you'd do that anyway. She's just insecure, blah, blah. And I was just so shocked as to where my <laughs> sixth form ex is talking about his current girlfriend. Like, what in the house of Colin is going on? Let's <laughs> go by and my ex then sends me a playlist of all the old songs we used to listen to when we were together. And I was like, then there's the eye emoji, lip emoji, eye emoji. <laughs> I never understood the motive and decided not to entertain it, but it was the most bizarre situation I've been in. That is so bizarre. <laughs> I'm sorry, why is it always Spotify that's like the most like sketchy app where people like catch out exes listening? It's like so random. I- my um it's just so random like if why do you care that much about someone to like block or unblock someone on spotify it's not that and like why i didn't she check you could block spotify? someone on spotify this is completely new news to me i think you can just unfollow like you know how you can subscribe to someone and you can just like unfollow them but then surely that's not the same as blocking also why yeah, is this girl know. like tracking her spotify behavior but this is that's what i mean so why weird. is she why is she on his why is she on his spotify and like that is extreme to be honest that is very very extreme yeah but good they for her all, to they, be, like, like, both of them need to sort it out, as in her, her ex and his current kind of girlfriend. <laughs> I just so love strange. how she was like, why my sex form ex is talking about his current girlfriend? What in the House of Commons is going on? What in the House of Commons is a very good expression. I love it. We should adopt that. I know. Okay, should we get another one? Yes. Um, right, let's see this. This says... Once I connected with a guy on Tinder and we scheduled a FaceTime to call to get to know each other. The call happened and I quite didn't feel like he was for me, so I ghosted him. Also, it was just a mentally difficult time, so didn't answer back to him. A week later, he wrote a super long text with a link to what ghosting is. (laughs) The text was such a red flag and I have pictures of it. I know ghosting is bad, but like, we only talked once. It's not like we were committed. In my case, ghosting prevented me from going on another date with him. Thankful that I ghosted him. He told me how much, uh, how ghosting showed how much of a coward I was and that I would need luck in my next relationship because he thinks you attract who you are. Damn, that is... That is oh extreme. my god. That this guy extreme. needs to actually check himself. I think it's like a a rule, an unspoken rule, that if you've only like met once, you can mutually ghost each other. But they didn't even meet once, they like FaceTime. Yeah. 
That's what I mean. That's like even he, less. He obviously he obviously liked you a lot. Yeah. Um, and he was just like butthurt of why you would yeah just like stop messaging and he couldn't express himself any other way besides messaging you. So. That's also the definition of like insecure guys who will then become like petulant and be like, "Do you know what? Oh, because you don't is? like me, Here's your ex." Yeah, yeah, that's so fucking annoying. I love that he, like, mansplained ghosting. Yeah, here's a link, if you don't know. Just so <laughs> that you understand my point a little bit more clear. Yeah, I don't know if he thought it was going to be funny, but... Oh my god, I think not. we have a juicy one. Oh my god. Okay, should we read one more story? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go on. Okay, so here is more... A funny than juicy story, I guess. I was on vacation and had a bumble date with a nice guy. He picked me up with his car. Oh, God. And we talked a lot and parked at a parking spot near the water and had some wine. We started making out and went to the, quote-unquote, backseat. We proceeded it there, and then he just told me, like, give me your tongue. So I kind of showed it, and he literally sucked at my tongue. IDK, if it's just me or if that's normal, <laughs> he inhaled it almost and I just thought that I had to tell my friends about it. <laughs> By the way, he wanted to have sex without a condom, but no, no, no. Why do men always try that? Okay, bye. Um, <laughs> that honestly sounds low-key terrifying. Like, if I was with a man that I didn't know in a car and he suddenly wanted to suck my tongue. And then, like, inhale it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what this is giving? This is giving, like, an audiobook of Fourth Wings sex scene. <laughs> he sucked my tongue. Yeah, and, and he inhaled, inhaled it. it. <laughs> Whilst he was growling. He said, give me, give me your tongue. <laughs> Sometimes I think, I don't know. I mean, I've heard some interesting things that like, obviously, again, no like fetish shaming, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Because I have these conversations with my friends yeah. and like people will find just different things hot. Like, I know a couple of people who find it really hot when like guys like spit in their mouths and stuff. I don't know yeah. if this is really graphic. I think no, my parents no, go would... for it. We should do, like, an age warning before the episode. <laughs> Over 16. Um, but, yeah. Versus, I think I would be very shocked and horrified if someone just spit in my mouth. I'd be like, ew. And I was... Ugh, no. That but I've happen. honestly, I've heard from a lot of people that they find that very hot. Yeah. So... There are a few nicer stories. I kind of want to share, like, two two cute ones. Okay, go on. This one says, um, my con- my contribution to tomorrow's podcast could be that my partner and I have known each other since we were three years old. We have always no! been best friends until our paths separated due to our studies. Three years ago, we met again, and yesterday we celebrated two years of our relationship. I am very much in love with him, and I love to see pictures of us together <gasps> when we were Stop when it. we were very young. The best thing about my relationship is that we are also best friends and the trust we have is great. I wish everyone can find their better half and be happy. As a curious fact, I am from Catalonia and here, instead of St. Valentin, we celebrate St. Jordi, which is on April 23rd. The tradition is that the boy gives a rose to the girl and the girl gives a book to the boy. No, that's so cute. (laughs) I want to celebrate St. Jordi instead of I know. Although I'd much rather be the boy and get a book. I was just thinking this. I was like, shouldn't the girl? <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice if the girl got the book? That's so um, cute, though. I love the like childhood interlap. I interlap. And then like the I don't fact think that, that makes sense. Interlap. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's so sweet that they you know did have a moment where they separated, but life still drew, brought them back together. 
Yeah, if it's meant um, to be, it'll be. This and then is... we got a bit of an advice. Sorry, did you want to add to that one? Well, this is just my hopeful theory. So yeah. I don't know if the pod knows this, but I used to go to Venice every single year as a child, like from when I was very young until yeah. like a teenager, because my great grandparents went on their honeymoon to Venice. So we would every year on my great granddad's birthday, because he was very old, like he, he, as in he, he lived until he was very old. He died like just before his 102nd birthday, I think. That's so amazing. I like got to see him like for quite a bit of my childhood. Um, so yeah, we'd always go to Venice and we'd always go to the Biennale, which if you guys don't know, um, there's, it's like a, a massive art festival, uh, that happens in Venice and every two years it's an architecture one and, you know, the other year, uh, like it alternates between art and architecture and like ev- exhibits are there from like all of all of the countries in the world and there's like different pavilion from the different countries and it's honestly super cool, but highly recommend going. And anyways, we would always go and where the Biennale is, like there's the square and it's like the specific part in Venice where it is every year. And so there's a lot of videos of like me as a kid on that square and like me spending time in Venice. In general, like I was a real loser kid and I used to play the flute and I (laughs) was bored on holiday and would stand there and just like improvise the flute and have Aww. people give me money for my performance. That's so cute. Um, do you have videos of that? I really want to see that. I do. And I thought <gasps> I was, like, really good. I thought I was, like, a modern-day Mozart. Um, <laughs> but anyways, obviously Marco is also from Venice. And he said that yeah. he used to also spend every single summer growing up on that specific square. Oh, my God. Square. Imagine if he, like, told his... Uh, if he, like, said, oh, I remember a girl, like, who used to play the flute. <laughs> That would have actually been the shit of, of romance movies. But so yeah, his grandparents lived like exactly on that corner of that square. So he was there every summer. So I'm still really hoping that in one of like the times where I'm going to watch the home movies, that I'll like be able to see him. Maybe you know? Marco. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I love that. I I have a, not not as romantic, it's more in Abu Dhabi. But Ed's cousins used to live there. So he used to go summers as well to Abu Dhabi. So I'm like hoping that there's like a teenage picture of us like in one of the malls. And there's like Ed in the background. (laughs) That's crazy though, isn't it? Like the way like people interlap. Why why am I interested in that word today? Interlap. The word of the day is interlap, guys. (laughs) Is that actually a word? Isn't it crazy how they interlap? Interlap. It's crazy. What's the word I'm looking for? For when like overlap. Mm. <laughs> when lives meet mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. disperse again and then meet again. Mm-hmm. And then they interlap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't know it at the time. I know. That's I love kinda, that. It's so much. crazy. I have yeah. also, this is a probably Valentine's Day-y, Day-y rec, um, but I've been highly recommended to watch One Day on Netflix. Apparently it's gonna... It's, yeah, I've been be wanting to... Ma- but it looks a bit sad as well, and I don't want sad. Yeah, my friend did say I would need therapy after it, so that's not that promising. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely want a good, like, romance show, though, so maybe definitely Me too. To watch this I honestly haven't, I haven't read any romance, I haven't watched any romance, I've, I've been off the romance the romance train mm. well hopefully it interlaps with all the other shows that you're on. 
probably there'll be a romance interlap. Okay, right. I think this now, is the last one. Go on. It's just because I I told this person we would definitely mention this in the episode. So oh I yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this says it's more like advice and their experience. Um, so this says, hello, my loves. My advice slash experience is that sometimes it's worth it to give someone a second chance. Of course, this really depends on the situation. But for me, it was the best decision I've ever made to get back together with my ex slash now again boyfriend after we bo- broke up because of several things. One being that he couldn't really show his emotions and not saying I love you, for example, which is important to me as my love language is words of affirmation. After three months apart and me living in another city for my internship, he reached out again and wanted to talk. I was unsure, but he insisted to see me in person and drove six hours one way just to talk to me in person. It immediately felt like we've never been apart and talked about everything. Since then, we are happier than ever and he's gotten so much better at showing me his feelings talk and talking to me, etc. I guess sometimes you have to lose something to realize how much it means to you. Hope you're having a lovely Valentine's Day and sending you lots of love. Aww. That's so sweet. I mean, I feel like normally I'd be a proponent of like, oh, they're an ex for a reason. But I also feel like there is just no blanket rule that, you know, that applies to every single situation. And in this Mm -hmm. situation, it sounds like they, they knew what their reasons were and they were able to like actively work on them. So that's so beautiful. Yeah, I feel like in, yeah, in this situation, it seems to be more like, Maybe he just didn't express himself the way that she wanted yeah. him to. But he's... But they're willing to work. Like, that's something that I think you can definitely, like, work on and yeah. grow. And But obviously, if it's a different reason that they become your ex, and which I think she's caveating here. Like, obviously, it depends on the situation. But good that she was open to it. And look... And he drove six hours. Such a romantic gesture. I love that. That's a long time to drive somewhere. Yeah, that's really sweet. Oh. I love love. Yeah, I'm really happy for you guys. I feel like that's a really beautiful, like, that's also, like, quite, that's a hopeful story to end on. I don't know how many, shall we do two ad- two advice questions? Yes, let's do it. Okay, do you have one in mind? I haven't looked through these yet. Me neither. This is completely off the cuff. Oh my god. Go on. This is a tough one. This says, my boyfriend broke up with me, but we are living together. I can't move anywhere and I don't know how to cope. Oh, God. That is such a horrible situation. I think definitely, like, if you have a friend, like, don't be afraid to ask for help from your friends or anyone. I'm sure people will be open to, like, have you, even if you're, like, sleeping on a couch for a couple of weeks or something, like, any way to distance yourself from... The situation because that's so difficult yeah um, i think that is my one of like the worst nightmares of like you have to still live together after you've broken up i know that it's like yeah. weirdly more common than you I think because i think quite yeah. often you're like stuck in a lease and then in a lot of cases like financially you just both can't afford to like move out or maybe if you're like far away from family or friends like yeah you know you can't even move anywhere um or like try plan your schedules where like you're out of the house on at like different at this when he's in the house you're out of the house and vice versa yeah I would definitely say because he's the one who like broke off the relationship I think he kind of owes you to like I don't know try and make it an easier situation for you yeah 
like for example for him to try and move or I don't know obviously I don't know your situation so maybe that's difficult but yeah I think your advice is good in terms of like trying to move in with a friend even temporarily um or family like whatever is close by definitely like look into the lease options like if there's any way that you can get out of the lease and I know that sometimes this is not like not super legal but most of the time you can like get someone to replace you in the contract yeah and often like you'll like I've done this two times so far if you tell the landlord like about your situation because actually I was also living with my ex and then we broke up and I had to I replaced him in the lease like I got someone to replace him in the lease and both times the landlords have been like and then oh yeah the second time was now when I moved out of my London house both times the landlords are like super understanding and as long as you have someone to replace the other person that like you know you can just say like oh they're a friend or whatever like so that they kind as of long feel as like they're getting a trusted the money person. each month exactly so you can I mean I would ask him like you know I feel I'm in an uncomfortable situation now because you ended our relationship I need space so either you move out or I move out but I think it should be so obviously if he moves out then you know he should I think either way he should help like finding this new person to replace because he's you know he kind of yeah. put you in this position. But either way, I think even if you're the one to move out. Hmm, I, don't, I think I got lost in my train of thought there. If he's <laughs> the one to move out, then like obviously you need to decide like who moves in next. But maybe that could be like a good option or vice versa. You move out and, you know, he just needs mm-hmm. to find your replacement on, on spare room or something. Mm-hmm. I would also say like obviously it's going to be such an awkward situation to be in while you're there. But try make it as on both sides try and make it as civil as possible because like at some point yeah. you were good to each other hopefully um and just like remember i guess the de- the like respect that you had for each other before the relationship ended i think that should at least continue afterwards um yeah so try and make it as easy of a situation to be in obviously it's going to be a difficult situation to be in but try simplify it as much as you can um, yeah maybe like put up some ground rules like you know no one don't bring, bring anyone any over home. yeah exactly yeah. And that obviously goes both ways. Like, it's just, like, a matter of respect. I think even if I broke up with someone and they were living with me, I also wouldn't just want them to bring, like, re- you know, revenge rebounds back home. Like, it would just be mm-hmm. awkward. So, yeah. and honestly, maybe just try and spend as much time out of the house as possible whilst you're still stuck in the situation. Exactly. Take yourself on solo dates. Use the chance to, like, get to know your city a bit better. Like, meet new people. Like, even if you don't have friends yet that, like, you can spend a lot of time with, like, maybe this is a time where you're gonna make those friends that, like you can then hang out with a lot and a breakup is a is a great time to focus on yourself and your friends new and old so I don't know what your job situation is but maybe you can like I don't know this is difficult but like work from home for a bit like you know go back home to kind of unplug yeah that is true as well like that's a big big situation to be in sometimes work can be quite understanding with that like don't be afraid to tell people not you don't say the details but you can say i'm in a situation where i need to work from home or whatever it is yeah don't be afraid to ask for support in this time because that's completely fair and nowadays even if you're at uni like a lot of lectures would be like online yeah but bless you that's honestly so shit yeah our thoughts are with you that is not the situation you want to be in on valentine's day that's like the least of valentine's day oh my god fuck i didn't even think of that like today's (laughs) quite a difficult day i mean yeah that makes it even more awkward doesn't it yeah definitely spend today with your friends and like still do something nice and special Um, and you're gonna look back at this and be like how crazy that like i lived with my ex 
Yeah. That's wild. Like, just, this is a story. This is all plot it's for a, your story. It's a chapter. Your autobiography is being written. <laughs> yes. Character like, building you this is. <laughs> we are very proud of you. And you will one. get through this. Peace. Okay. So, shall we do another question? Okay. I'm 15 and I've never even held hands romantically and the thought of a relationship gives me anxiety. Tips? Honestly, when I read this, I thought of myself because I was a very, very awkward, like, early teen and I, like, whenever guys would, like, when they're like, can I kiss you? I used to, like, run away because I used to be so, Aww. like, scared. Um, But I think, at least for me, when... I used to get anxious about that kind of stuff. It was more just like I wasn't ready for it. Like I wasn't, mm. I don't think emotionally or like physically ready for that sort of level of romantic connection. Um, so I think like 15, first of all, 15 is still quite young. Like I didn't have my first kiss until I was 17. So I think that's like, don't, just because you're 15 and maybe others are getting in like little romantic situations doesn't mean you're behind or anything so never think like that i think just give it time and also don't put yourself don't feel like you have to put yourself in anxiety inducing situations like you can express your boundaries as well if anyone's like trying to like hold your hand or whatever you can honestly just be like i'm not ready for like don't be afraid to say i'm not ready for that or i don't want to do that because no one should make you feel bad for expressing what you are comfortable or not comfortable with. Um, <coughs> I don't know if you have <coughs> anything to add to that, Leo, after you finish sneezing. <laughs> yeah, I would just say you're still so young. You know, there's no need to put any type of pressure on yourself. I know that like people just mature at completely different ages. I remember when I was in school, there was a girl that, like, at 12 had a boyfriend and was already, like, sexually active. And, like, that couldn't have been further from what I was doing at 12. And not that there's any wrong with either situation. I think people, yeah, just have completely different interests and levels of, like, like, puberty just hits us all different. Yeah. So I wouldn't, you know, it's nothing to be, like, worried about or... And I would also, yeah, I feel like I definitely wasn't... I feel like for me, I was very, like, romantically interested, but it was all, like, happening in my head. Like, I yeah. loved, like, reading romances and everything, but it wasn't, like, happening outwardly. But yeah, I would just mm-hmm. say, like, don't put so much pressure on yourself and feel like you need to engage in certain behavior just because, like, people around you are doing it. Yeah. And potentially it will just come, like, very likely it will just, like, there'll they'll be someone that you meet going down the line in like mm-hmm. a couple of years maybe where you're like oh actually I, I do kind of want to hold hands with them or I, I do feel like I want to kiss them um and then at the same time like you know maybe it doesn't happen and then that's something to also obviously then think about like but I, I honestly think it's just yeah you're so young you don't have to and I don't mean that in like a patronizing like oh you're so young you have no idea what you're talking about or whatever yeah, but it's yeah. just you know you have so much time and that's like a a really beautiful thing you have so mm-hmm. much like other stuff to focus on I never had a relationship in school and I'm like actually really grateful because yeah same. for the most part the relationships were probably just gonna have been really toxic and weird and like and, <laughs> and instead you you just get to like spend time with your friends like be silly like do random stuff you can 
yeah. you know, focus on, like, your hobbies. I feel like in school you have, like, so much time for all of your extracurriculars and that's also so cool versus just, like, hanging out with romantic interest and going on dates. Like, I feel like that happens soon enough when you're, like, in your 20s. That's kind of, if you're single, I feel like that's, like, a, a big part of, like, what you end up doing or, like, going out and meeting people and all of that. So such a special yeah. time, like, being in school and having, just, like, being able to have fun. And I think, again, you'd be surprised at, like, how many people, like, honestly, this the, the most, I think the advice question that we've gotten the most responses to was, like, the ones where we're like, oh, I'm XYZ old and I've never kissed anyone or I've never had any romantic experiences and I feel, like, you know, kind of left behind. And yeah. it's crazy. That was the one where, like, I feel like the most people have related to. We got another one that's kind of similar to that, even yeah, in, yeah. in this one. So it doesn't really matter what age you are you know there's no right time to like have your first romantic experiences and it's it's gonna just come when it's when it feels ready and also just because the shows you're watching have high schoolers having sex Mm. doesn't mean that you have to do that yes Um, or even like making out and stuff like gossip girl is like i I know i mean too fair they're doing all sorts of stuff and it's like that was definitely not my high school experience yeah yeah you have your own timeline and just like trust trust in that and trust that you will be ready when you are ready yeah, don't rush up. You will be fine. I also would say, because, um, yeah, we got a question which was, like, how do you handle dating when you've never been in a relationship and are in your 20s? Um, and I just watched a video from Katie Bellotti, who's, like, also... You're uh, just She's obsessed. just my favorite person <laughs> on the internet. I literally mentioned at the beginning of this episode as well. But anyway, so she is 28 now, and she had her first... Well, she's now in her very first relationship, They've been dating six months, so she met him when she was 27, and a lot of her content is about, like, you know, that feeling of, like, how to feel when everyone around you is, like, dating someone and you aren't dating anyone yet or haven't even had that type of Mm -hmm. experience of, like, seriously dating someone. And she recently uploaded an episode, like, all about dating advice and, like, um, kind of her thoughts on it. And now, obviously, being in a relationship, but still, she has that Baxter of, like, you know, 28 years almost of being single and, like, always... being interested in in dating but just like there being Mm -hmm. a barrier there and I can highly recommend watching that video it's like 40 minutes of a QA. and a and I I quite I found it quite interesting what she was talking about in terms of like almost yeah I think you kind of put self-destructive barriers around you sometimes when it's when you know you haven't gone a long time without dating Mm -hmm. someone or maybe have never dated someone because it's like it can be a really Mm -hmm. scary experience to let someone in for the first time so you have to kind of be conscious of potentially like self-destructive patterns that you're engaging in or like you pushing away people for actually or like overthinking things right because you don't have the experience and then you're trying to understand Mm -hmm. why you feel certain things or like why maybe they the the person you're dating has said something or just the situation when you don't have experience it can be harder to like explain or justify why things have happened so definitely something that then can like hinder your experience because you're over analyzing it which again is normal but just maybe being aware that it doesn't have to be as complicated as sometimes we make it out to be um yeah and you never know like what day it's gonna be so it's like you always just have to kind of go into it with like an open mind and just be mm-hmm. like okay whatever like not with like oh my god this could be the date, but just like okay this is just a new person yeah. and I do think that like when it's the right person and you've, you know, you're kind of ready for it, it will just work out. Like, the right person isn't going to be scared off. And I think 
you will then also like even if you have like self-destructive tendencies Mm -hmm. or self-sabotaging things that are going on as long as you like catch yourself in it I think that's like half the half the battle I definitely did that with Marco as well like I could feel myself just self-sabotaging or having like self-sabotaging thoughts and Katie actually speaks about that in her video as well so I think it's again a very common experience (laughs) me just (laughs) Katie I'm gonna stop mentioning her now but I can recommend that video yeah maybe put the link or something to it yes I will should we do one more question or do we not have an Um, I think I could do one more okay Hi, Matcha Girlies. How do you continue to live your life while dating? In the past, I focused on the guy that I'm seeing so much that I end up barely showing love to myself. Any advice on how to strike a balance? I guess it's while you're dating. So it must be still the early stages. And I think it's okay to sometimes be caught up in that and putting the tension on the relationship and stuff. And I think a lot of people feel that where they like even don't have enough time for their friends during that stage. Which sometimes happens, and I think a lot of friends just end up being, like, patient and being like, it's okay, they're going through those, like, early wanting to put, you know, all-in energies into the relationship um, or into the dating experience. Um, But if you said you're not showing any love to yourself, that obviously isn't... Mm. (laughs) It's interesting, though, because I feel like when you're dating, you should should still... Like, going on dates, I feel like, is also an act of, like, showing love to yourself because you're putting yourself in situations where you know you're opening up you're connecting to someone they're showing interest in you that's I think don't deny that that's also some form of like showing love to yourself because you're putting yourself out there which I think is a beautiful thing to do but also if you're not having any time to have alone time and like maybe doing the routines and things that you used to do before you used to go out on dates um then obviously try find how do you find the balance just make like making sure you make the time for yourself and like maybe cancel no don't cancel the date but don't plan a date on that day because you're you've designated it for yourself you know um yeah I can imagine like how I'm picturing the situation which I obviously don't know your situation so sorry if I'm picturing (laughs) this wrong but I feel like we've all been there where like you end up you know staying over at a guy's house or a girl's house you know whatever your situation is Okay, so or a person sleeps over at yours, that brings you out of your routine, you're sleeping in later, you're or you're getting less sleep, you're maybe engaging in like unhealthier habits because you're seeing that person so much, your actual like interests and your friends and stuff fall away and you're just almost like consumed in this intoxicating yeah. bubble, which is not like a sustainable thing to do. And I I mean, I know what you're saying in terms of like, oh, it's normal to like kind of be in that bubble for a bit and your friends are going to be understanding. But also I've been at the other side of things where I've seen friends get consumed by that. And you're just like, you can, you can see that it's not yeah. a healthy pattern for them to do. And it's not, I wouldn't say like, oh, that's going to build like a no, healthy no. relationship for you with yourself or Which with your friends. Which is why it's still good to keep your relationship. Because at the end of the day, before. yeah, you got to find a way to like, Obviously, it's normal, for example, if you're in a long distance relationship or at the very beginning that you are, you know, that it takes a bit of time for you to find that routine with that person in in your life. And that like sometimes the balance might be off because balance in itself like really doesn't exist. Like you're you're going to be letting certain things fall to the wayside like at times. But I think even you because you said that like in the past that's happened to you. I think even the fact that you're aware of it now 
and you're aware that it's like clearly doesn't make you feel good when you've yeah. done that in the past and clearly it's also not how the relationships like the dating yeah. situations because I think then often like you also get like too infatuated with them but it's like you know burns really hot and then it fizzles yeah. out kind of thing um so I think it's good that you're aware because I honestly think that's like the first step and then if you get into that type of situation again you can just very consciously like set boundaries and I've seen friends of mine do that as well where they're like very conscious about like not just seeing that person when they've started dating someone like every day but instead you know you make sure that okay you're maybe seeing them twice a week and in between that you're making sure that you're still making friends um like plans mm-hmm. with friends you're still like engaging what you were saying like in your habits and routines that like you know f- make you feel good and you don't just suddenly like give up your life yeah. just because you've met a person yeah. that you like you're so right and I think if you do that earlier on you're not forgetting who you are slash losing who you are in the relationship and it kind of sets that expectation of like this person that you're with is not doesn't equal the rest of your life it's like an addition to everything that you've built and who you are as a person it's like a bonus rather than okay that's gonna replace everything that you've used to fill up your time because those things are really important yeah because I really feel like when I started dating my ex I like stopped doing a lot of stuff that like brought me joy like I stopped reading I stopped like I don't know doing anything to do with music or acting or like even I stopped really putting effort into Mm -hmm. making new friends like all of those things and that was something that was really important to me like getting into Mm -hmm. a new relationship that I would set those boundaries and I would like communicate them very clearly yeah and now I feel like with Marco it's so different like I engage with all of those activities Mm -hmm. that I love like I definitely think it's something the same as I would do on my own when you're younger as well I think when you're if you're dating, I think in your mid twenties, you're less likely to do that because I think you've already had those years where you're like figuring out who you are. But I think when you're like eighteen and like caught up in that and like still I don't know, still a kid, you don't know who you are at eighteen. So I think then it's easier maybe to like get caught up yeah. in like, okay, this feels good, I'm gonna make this like my identity <laughs> being a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. Um it's because you have to go through it as well. Like, you have to, like, exactly what, like, this person has. You have to go through the experience of realizing that did not no. serve me at all. And then, okay, I'm going to do something different next time. Like, that doesn't mean, like, oh, my God, you did something, like, so yeah. bad and wrong. Because, like, I feel like almost everyone has mm-hmm. been in a situation where, like, it's just been too all-consuming. And then it's, like, I did not like who yeah. I was in that time. Like, I don't like how I was treating myself yeah. or other people. I think for me, like, I, um, I that happened with Ed. But, like, not to the point where I the relationship was toxic or bad it was more just like it took me a couple of Mm. of years to be like oh actually I can't well just like learning to make time for myself and learning that that the space Mm -hmm. or like the quiet times that we share are still really important and valuable and I feel like only the past few years have I like really I don't know like rediscovered my interests and what I like to do and my time Mm. and so again it doesn't mean that the person's wrong because you're you might feel that way with them it's just it's just a reminder that actually you should always put yourself like in the equation (laughs) um yeah because that's the only way you're gonna build like a lasting healthy relationship like if you and ed had stayed in that bubble that you were in at uni then you wouldn't have a healthy relationship now at like 24 25 we were like you know attached by the hip (laughs) (laughs) It would be very difficult if to see Cara. If you put me own. in that room now, I don't think I could last 24 hours. I'm not going to lie. It's insane. We lived in like yeah. the tiniest little bedroom. We had everything in that bedroom. Like, 
we were just we just didn't want to be away from each other which is like cute in itself but yeah again i like did not do anything for myself at uni my my uni experience was my relationship mm. it's beautiful that it's worked out for you mm. like and that you guys are still so happy together and like have been able to build a really healthy relationship from that i feel like it's honestly like one of the only scenarios yeah. where i've where i've seen that i think it's because even though i was with him i didn't like i i because i'm so comfortable with him i could still be my authentic self with him the only issue was that i wasn't making time yeah to be honest i still like i have memories of whenever he because he used to do a lot of sport and stuff so whenever he'd go do sport i guess i prioritized my alone time rather than like making like spending time with friends because i used to like have my piano and whenever he'd go out i used to like just sit yeah um the single bed and just like play piano for a couple of hours so i think that's or like call my parents call my family call my sisters so i had it was still like me time but less about maybe yeah activity based or like going out and doing stuff out it was more just like my alone time but yeah it's just communicating that you yeah. want to do things alone and that's okay it's not a bad thing yeah, and things can change. Like, that's a perfect example of it. You know, you can express your feelings and if it's the right person, it's gonna just improve your relationship yep. that you will have talked about it in that way. So, you're, I, I know it. you're gonna figure it out. <laughs> I feel very confident about that. Okay. We feel it. It's in the air. Valentine's air, baby. Okay. We're gonna say goodbye now. Yes, hope you have a nice Valentine's Day or had a nice Valentine's Day whenever this goes up. Yes. Um or Valentine's Day, whatever it is. Let us know how you celebrated, or if you, yes. if you did do anything. Um, but lots of love, and we will speak to you hopefully this week with a little extra an episode, maybe. Yes, we are <laughs> excited. And even if you are not in a relationship or a situationship, you know you are in... Um, can we call this a situationship? A relationship? A it's a matchership. A matchership. Oh my god, that's good. A matchership with us. With us. And we've always got your back and we love you. So. Yes, lots of love. We're your Valentines. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.